Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. This podcast today is an excerpt from my appearance on the Rising from the Ashes podcast with Dan and Roman a few days ago. I had a really good time. I think we went on for almost two and a half hours. So I'm going to play about a half hour of the conversation here, and I'll provide links in the show notes for you to go download the full episode from their um, website, their podcast feed. So great time, great guys. They have a lot of really great insight into the Star Wars and mythology and a lot of other things that I don't have as much knowledge about, so I had a really great time chatting with them. Check it out. May the Force be with you. Wake up. And rise. From. The ashes. Wake up. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rising from the Ashes. I'm Dan Naki Dan. And I'm the homie Romy. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing most excellent. The force is strong. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> As it is. Today, I'm very excited for this evening. In the house, we got Conspiracy Kyle from Conspiracy in the Force. Kyle, how's it going? Well, he- hello there. I am doing wonderful. <laughs> I it's it's great to be here chatting with you guys. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, you're so nice and so kind. I've heard I've heard a lot of good stuff about you guys from uh, uh, Andy over at uh, Deep Share. Oh he said, yeah, he said a lot of really good stuff about about stuff you guys bring up. So I'm I'm really I think you guys have a lot of stuff you can blow my mind with. Oh yeah, we are mind blowers. That's for sure. <laughs> that that's what he said. He said they are mind blowers. He said <laughs> he said they blow they blow something. I don't know. If, I think it was mind blowers. <laughs> I'm just gonna assume that's what he said. Yeah. Uh, Wait, did he say mind or mime? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. in theater for a while, so you know. <laughs> yeah, we love that mime, Dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you can't even tell if they like it or not. You know, you can't even tell if they're appreciating it. Uh, they I can't mean, tell yeah, because they have like no, they don't even like moan or do I mean, anything. They just, I mean, they f- like go, phys- ah! f- I guess physically you would know, right? Yeah, they, but yeah. they wouldn't yeah. g- be able to give you any validation. Yeah. Give me a little mm-hmm. tap on the shoulder. Yeah, or a something. blind mime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, are you enjoying this? And then uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. That's weird, dude. You're fucking weird. Hey, uh yes. yes so Kyle, tell us a little bit about conspiracy in the force. What made you decide to do a podcast about Star Wars and conspiracy? It seems like yeah. it doesn't really go together too well, but <laughs> or does it? Or does it? Yeah, exactly. right. It it's very. I guess it's very like niche, right? It's very like it's it's a, niche a, in a niche in an in these niche in a niche, right? <laughs> it's like it's like I'm I'm the best, you know, uh, basketball player from Tasmania in Africa <laughs> in this town of four people. Like it, it's very yeah. niche, but yeah, so. You know, a few years ago, I kind of started thinking about, you know, conspiracies and like, you know, I know like a lot of what we are told is true is is definitely not true. And I think everybody 
I think everybody knows that at their core, but unless you really start looking into it, you don't really understand the depth of how far that goes. So, you know, a few years ago when I started looking into that, um, you know, digesting a lot of documentaries and reading a lot of alternative news kind of stuff, I started thinking like, shoot, like this world is, is really messed up and it, it, it makes you question everything, things that you've always thought about, you know, obviously nine 11 is a big one. Um, and there's so many other ones too, but you know, I've always been a, I've always been a star Wars fan. Like since I was like a kid in, in middle school, like, um, I, I even for like a, for like a book report in like eighth grade, they gave us the option of like, instead of writing a book report, you could like put on like a little presentation. So like I had all my friends like act out a scene from like return of the Jedi with me. So like that was, <laughs> I had like a guy as Jabba the Hutt, like in like a, in like a sleeping bag, like a fat guy in like a sleeping oh, bag, like that, nice. you know, in like <laughs> Chewbacca was like a, a, a paper bag over his head. Like it was like, but it was like really fun. It just, it's just something that's always stuck with me. You know, I used to be before that I was involved, like, liked a lot of other different fandoms and stuff, right. There's always, you know, like Ninja yeah. Turtles and Mario brothers and all that kind of stuff. But Star Wars An- was always anime. Yeah. Anime, Dragon Ball Z, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. Is that the proper way to say I it? I think that's the proper way when you don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. It is about balls. So is it? Oh yeah. yeah. Like, is that Dragon Balls? Balls. balls. Yes. But um Pokemons. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon balls. I mean, Pokemon has balls in it. I mean, these, these <laughs> Japanese animation shows have a lot of balls. Like there's a lot of balls going on there. And a lot I mean, of big blue eyes, too. Big blue to, eyes. They super and balls. make fun of white people. <laughs> but like, so uh I totally oh. lost my I totally lost my train of thought. You know, I wasn't prepared to talk about mind blowjobs in, in Japanese balls. I mean, but, uh, wait, here we that's are. That's why Andy was saying, we'll blow your mind, dude. Like, <laughs> we get on to some weird shit over here, you know? That's how we keep it. That's how we keep it hot. Like yes. Fire, you know? But, like, I started looking back at some of the movies after kind of my, my third eye was kind of open to some of this stuff. And Uh-oh. I, I was like, you know, specifically you know, and everybody dogs on it, but like, if you think about like the prequels, um, there's so much government fuckery going on there. Um, Mm -hmm. that's, that's all done under the guise of public interest, right? Like they want to make the galaxy safe. So let's give this guy more power and they want to protect everybody. So let's reform this government into an empire. So like you see all these things unraveling and like you see the politicians in our world, see the same kind of stuff. And, I think Lucas was really drawing a, a real world parallel with this. So um, I, I thought about a lot of these concepts. I'm like, you know what? Like, I think it might be good to, to do it. Cause there's a lot of, you know, conspiracy podcasts and things like that. And I'm like, you know, maybe adding some little metaphors from pop culture is, is kind of a good bridge for people that, um, and it kind of, I think it kind of works both ways. You know, com- people in the conspiracies can kind of think about things in star Wars and people that are into star Wars can kind of think about things in the, in the conspiratorial realm. So I'm like, you know, Absolutely. let me, let me try, try to yes. think it, think in, and go through a lot of these different concepts because they're really, it, it's all over the place. And you guys will appreciate that as well. It's like, you know, anything you watch nowadays, there's some stuff hidden in there, right? There's mm-hmm. hidden propaganda in there, but then I think there's also a lot of hidden, hidden truths in mm-hmm. there as well. Um, yeah. You know, one, one thing I thought recently was about, um, like the moon, right? Like the moon, there's something, the moon is weird. 
the moon is the just friggin weird. It's an anomaly. The, exactly. No, you're right, Dan. Like the Death Star, like when they approach the Death Star, they say, oh, we're heading towards that small moon. They're like, no, it's not a moon. It's a space station. Mm-hmm. So it's like now, now when I look at the moon, I'm like, is it? A, <laughs> maybe it is a space station, but they threw that in there as just a little, little one-off joke. But yeah. like all these different little things you start to, and you start to go down all these rabbit holes. And mind you, a lot of these rabbit holes, you can kind of piece things together to fit a narrative that you wanted to discuss. So they might not always be, you know, accurate or whatever, but it, I think it's still, it's still really fun to draw a lot of these parallels. And, and um, I, I like just throwing it out there and saying, Hey, listen, you know, people, you can, you can look into it, see what you think about it. It just is something that's interesting to me. So I kind of have been running with it. Yeah. I, I know uh, that when Trump was president, I was totally like, Oh, this is the fucking empire right here. All, all that's missing is the fucking stormtroopers. Uh, but you know, that's, that's about as far as I went with it. And then George Bush is Emperor Palpatine, uh, the the old saggy dead one, um, <laughs> you know. But uh, but and then, and then he comes back. Ooh, shit! Maybe George Bush Senior is gonna fucking come back. Oh God! Oh man! Um, so Star Wars frozen. You know what? He fucking might be, dude. Who knows, man? Him Maybe Sir that's what Walt the notes say. Chilling. Maybe him and Walt Disney notes. and Prince Prince Philip—they're all just in some cryogenic purgatory, ready to come back out. <laughs> yeah, man. That's—I mean—you never know. Remember, there was that <laughs> that one after movie after where... after climate change, you know, destroys our world. They're yeah. just going to release all the cryogenic people, and they're like, "Hey, we finally get our our world like we wanted it." Yay! So. I know that <laughs> the slime. Star Wars is filled with like the hero's journey mm-hmm. all throughout, right? But it also like takes from other types of belief systems. Where do you think, like, or do you know, like, where's the idea of the force come from? Does it come from like Eastern, um, like, belief systems and stuff like that or like from monks and stuff or like what yeah i I think it draws on a lot like i think what lucas wanted to do was really draw like like you said draw from those hero's journey story archetypes over history you know egyptian mythology greek roman mythology all this kind of stuff so from a story aspect yeah and then from the religious aspect he, he he's he's mentioned before that he wanted to draw kind of some aspects from all different kinds of religions but really like you said it's mostly like an Eastern philosophy. Like it's, it's mostly like your Hinduism, Buddha, Buddha, Buddhist kind of beliefs of like, you know, we are connected and correct me if I'm, if I'm misspeaking, I'm not fully versed in those uh, religions, but you know, some of the tenets is like, we're, we're, we're fully um, in tune with nature, mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned the, the monks, like they, they spend time just meditating and doing all this kind of stuff. And, I think that's one way that um, he talks about the force. Now, the other the other way I've been thinking about the force recently is not necessarily as a religion, but um, almost as just like as a tool, right? Like if you think of the force as a gun, you know, you can I can take that gun and defend my house if somebody's trying to rob me, or I can go rob somebody's house with that gun. It the thing itself is not good or bad; it's neutral but it's however you choose to, to use it. So in Star Wars, you see the, the dark side, the Sith, 
use it to manipulate and control people where the, the Jedi uh, is using it more in a noble to try to help people out um, in, in things like that. And then there's obviously people in, in the middle that, you know, don't really adhere to either side and, um, you know, don't have that kind of paradigm. But I, so, that, so that's so that's kind of two different ways I think about it is it's, it's a, the very Eastern, you know, Asian type philosophy about being connected with nature. That's one aspect. But also it's just kind of a tool. It's there. Anybody can tap into it. Anybody can use it to whatever they want to do. Um, but it, it in itself is not um, good or bad or even a religion. And like, but but it can be it can be taken over and um, made into something like 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 the Sith and the Jedi. I think even the Jedi, um, they they thought they were so noble and, and righteous and everything, but at the end of the day, they were still um, egotistical and, and didn't realize that the government that the galaxy was being taken over by the dark side because they thought if they adhered to these rigid rules that everything would work out for them. So when you think about it from that aspect, then you kind of talk about, you know, like Christianity and um, Catholicism, things like that. And even Judaism, where like, when you talk about the Jedi, like they adhere to these really strict laws, but they didn't realize that um, there's more to it. There's more to it than a strict adherence to things that were written, you know, thousands of years ago, they got away from like their core principles of that, of that meditative nature about uh-huh. really understanding, understanding the force and understanding that they will never know everything about it, but it's, it's the practice of, of that. So there's, yeah, mm. the force is an, is a, is a really compelling uh, concept that it's very hard to, to tie down what exactly it means, because honestly, I think George Lucas never really um, like fleshed out it a hundred percent intentionally. I think like, like good filmmakers, yeah. they leave stuff yeah. ambiguous for you to have these conversations. So in Dave Chappelle's new special, he had a joke about space juice. Do you think? Uh, <laughs> do you think the Jedi are space juice? <laughs> what, what was what? What's the context around that? I haven't seen that yet. That sounds crazy. I oh, you should watch it. You, you should watch it. It's, it's really, um, it's really funny. It's, it's good. It's good. It is really good. Um. Well. I, 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 uh, do you want to elaborate on that, Dan, or, uh, oh, not really. Uh, like, you know, I was just saying, is, is more or less just a joke. <laughs> a joke. <laughs> it's funny. You, I think you'll enjoy it, Kyle. But that leads me into a question that I, that I kind of had too. Like, so personally, I'm going to be 100% honest. All right. I, um, you know, I grew up a little rebellious and a little bit, um, he's, you know, he's outside, only seen baseballs. Uh, <laughs> hey okay i know i, I count because... that as part of the star wars saga it's a great <laughs> okay. movie thank this, you it, it is should glorious be. it is glorious it's so good um you learn a lot about star wars by watching <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh you know pizza the hut no but um but i obviously i have i have seen um and i just i i dove into some other ones like i was super into harry potter and all the things but i absolutely respect your work and i and i love your brain so um but i was curious about you know the sith and the jedi and these other forces that are in the universe do they um do you think that they represent like specific religions or cultures here in our reality are they meant to and is that kind of what you were getting at with the with your last comment flow there yeah, I, I, when I would say like, you know, like the Sith, like like the dark side, um, you know, when you think about it, it's 
the, there's a thing called, um, I'll get into a little bit of the Star Wars mythology. There's a thing called the rule of two, which if you adhere to the dark side doctrines of the, of the Sith, um, the rule of two is that there's only ever two of these that exist at one time. There's a master and apprentice and that's it. And at any given point, either the master will betray the apprentice and kill the apprentice and hire, have a new apprentice or the apprentice will rise up, kill the master and, and take over. But, but e either way you slice it, <laughs> it's a very, it's a very small um, club, right? It, it's, it's a, it's a very, very small club. So I almost, and their whole goal is to dominate and control the universe. So when you think about the Sith, the, I, I would say that is your wow. Illumina, Illuminati. That's your cabal, but only, two, but it's only two people. But because they're That's so powerful, they're so powerful, they can exert mind control over so many other people and, and have those minions do their work, not realizing that it's really all, you know, funneling back to them. No different than our world, right? You, you think about all these, because people talk about this when you talk about conspiracies, they say, well, if, if all these conspiracies were true, then so many people would have to be in on it. It's like, no, no, no. These people at the top, just like a boss at a company says, hey, can you guys do this, 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 this? nobody really knows what the underlying reasoning is like just people are just doing tasks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so i think it's the same kind of way with with the sith um as kind of like that cabal kind of right trying to find ways to to rule and, and control people covertly you know a lot of it is done in the shadows you know what i think was so brilliant about the prequel movies um i know a lot of people dog on them because of the jar jar binks and all that kind of stuff but there's a lot of great great truth in there um palpatine he's a senator but he's also shadowing as this Dark Lord of the Sith, manipulating people in the background and nobody's seeing it. And I think that is what we all talk about in our world, that there's all these puppet figureheads you see. You see Biden, you see the president of this country, this country. They really are just figureheads. I mean, there's people way above them that are really doing that are really, you know, setting the table for what needs to be done. So Palpatine was doing that in the shadows, just like in our world. So from the dark side perspective, I would say that, you know, when you talk about the Jedi, um, and kind of in that prequel era, era where they were like this council, right? It was like it was almost like you know King Arthur and the Round Table. They had these huge um, meetings of these councils. They'd have committees and stuff. I, I think the the Jedi Council. I think that's a parallel to like I would say like the Catholic Church, because uh, like I mentioned a little bit before, they they eventually lost kind of what their core function was. Like, and I think the Catholic Church, you know, we don't have to get into all the fuckery that they've they've done over over the years. I think we all know um, all the terrible things that they've done. But but the fact remains, they've gotten away from their their core purpose of, um, you know, preach preaching preaching God's word and you know studying and and passing this stuff on. You know, the, the Jedi were the same way. They they ended up being um, pawns in this huge galactic war and fell away from their meditation and all this kind of stuff and and became soldiers and became um you know basically space police you know george lucas actually refers to them as police monks which i think is an interesting term so so i, I would say that the the jedi at least in that era i would say is um your 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 your, your catholic church now when you get into kind of the original trilogy i think you know yoda obi-wan kenobi the ones that survived that era I think they definitely saw the error of, of the of that way of, of living and realized that there's so many other mysteries and, and, and just just adhering to this one specific dogma is is not is probably not the way to go 
Um, and I think they, I think they learned from that, but I would, I would say those are kind of the parallels I, I think about. And also in that, in the same respect, the, the, the dark side and, uh, the Jedi are both connected, uh, through family. Yeah. Because right. when, you, when you get to the, like the, uh, last set of trilogies in the very last movie, you find out Palpatine is, uh, the father of. Uh, what's her name? Ray. Ray. Yeah. Grandfather. Grandfather. Grand, oh, grandfather. Okay. Well, yeah. Close, that, that whole storyline is, is it's it's a really weird storyline. They, they're actually still trying to to make that all make sense in like books <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, yeah. But then, yeah. but then Luke is the son of Vader, Darth Vader. So you you see this uh, crossover too between the light and the dark, and like, uh, you know, for a long time, this was like my philosophy of like how everything was in the world is like you know you want to balance yourself too with mm -hmm. good and bad you don't want to be too far good or too far bad you want to try to maintain balance in life uh it's like the yin yang right you right know, you can't right. have too much of one you have to try to maintain that balance of the two and then also like it, it kind of was my theory about how space was to like you know different aliens on different planets and like you know you can go all over the galaxy to these different places and uh there's probably some galactic force that was you know going around and destroying planets if they wanted to or you know going to planets and taking them over if they needed to grow stuff there or set up shop or whatever and uh for a long time that was like what i believed kind of uh represented you know life really but uh as i got older like i don't know man i just i just aliens like don't do it for me anymore <laughs> i still love talking about aliens and stuff and and everything but i don't know the way the way it's gone with uh disclosure and stuff like that it, oh yeah it's it all has. it's all it's all like horse shit like anything yeah anything they're 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 giving you freely is 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 garbage and they're yeah. giving vaccines freely and that's garbage so <laughs> i would say the same thing with alien <laughs> news <laughs> well one thing i will I say about you know you, so do uh, oh real quick one thing about like the dark and the light you know there is a um a contingent in, in the galaxy and you don't really see it in the movies but there's this concept called the gray Jedi, which which uh, which basically means what you said. It's 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 the combination of the dark and the light and not really being polarized one way or the other. But it's really mm -hmm. understanding and acknowledging the light and the darkness within you um, in the in the prequel movies, Qui-Gon Jinn, played by Liam Neeson, his character um, was he under he understood the error of the Jedi way. He was a Jedi, but he understood the error of the Jedi ways. That's why they would never, and, and he spoke publicly about a lot of the things they were doing wrong. So they, they never allowed him to get to that upper echelon within the Jedi order uh -huh. because he was asking too many questions because he, he understood that the game was kind of rigged, right? Like, like um, in both ways. So you can almost kind of think about that in our world. Like you got, you got the, the leftist you got the right and then you have you know like libertarian kind of people in the middle so that gray jedi is kind of that that <laughs> that middle almost like that middle space yeah nobody even um, knows that, about that gray jedi right people talk about yeah. them but nobody knows yeah. about them. <laughs> right 
right it's it's a it's it's an like interesting Lord of the rings as well with the uh, gandalf right the gray mm-hmm. and the white and the i don't know if there's a dark gandalf i don't think so they should make an evil Is gandalf not? movie they should huh well, Sauron would be like the evil wizard, I guess. Yeah, I guess that is that would be Gandalf yeah. if he would have been manipulated that way. Yeah, I guess yeah. is kind of what they're trying to show. Yeah, that's interesting. So uh, with like the lightsabers and stuff, they like the colors of the lightsabers. They also it like oh, reflects God. on the energy of the person too, right? Like so can, yeah. you, can you go into a little bit about the colors? Because it does, doesn't it represent like the chakras? Y- yeah. So, so a few things. Um, are either of you guys into like anime type stuff? No. Yes. Okay. So they actually just released this um, nine part Star Wars anime series on, on the Disney plus um, where they had nine different anime studios, like, make like a star wars themed story like it's not really part of the overall story but Uh it it was kind of a really cool like take like what like seeing star wars in that format i think it was really visually compelling some of the stories were a little weak but anyways one of the stories in there is um this jedi well he's not i'm not he's not a jedi he's basically like a like a swordsmith but he creates lightsabers so what he so one of the underlying themes of the lightsaber is that it's powered by what's called a kyber crystal so it's powered by these crystals that you can mine from certain places in the galaxy. But whenever he created these lightsabers, whenever that person would fire it up, like you said, it would take, it would turn the color of whatever their um, alignment, al- energy alignment, et cetera. Right? Because yeah. in Star Wars, you do see um, red is, is definitely is kind of what the, the, the evil ones have. Yeah. And then, pretty much every other color is light side you see blue you see purple you see luke's luke's green lightsaber which he um the the green light okay so the green lightsaber i would say is 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 really interesting so in empire strikes back um up to that point luke had his father's anakin's lightsaber which was blue which anakin lost when he became darth vader uh, obi-wan gave that to him it's a blue lightsaber right it's it's a it's a symbol of 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 good in that universe so he has that lightsaber he confronts darth vader he gets his arm chopped off he loses that lightsaber so uh there's a deleted scene at the beginning of return of the jedi where luke is creating his own lightsaber and interestingly enough he makes uh, a green lightsaber and and correct me if i'm wrong but i i I, and i'm a little colorblind to be to to be frank isn't green the combination of red and blue red and blue make green yeah or am i off there is it something else? I think it's green and oh, blue and yellow make green. No, uh, wait, red and blue is purple, and so green is blue, blue and, and yellow. yellow. Yeah, green is blue and green is blue and yellow. Okay, so yeah. I, I guess um, I guess the point, anyways, is that he created something that was somewhat between those two, right? Be, be, and and you kind of see at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, he's exhibiting like some dark side abilities. He's like force choking people doing some things that a Jedi normally wouldn't, but he, 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 he tapped into a little bit of that darkness to accomplish something good. Yeah. But so it was interesting that that color was not like a pure blue. Like you saw a lot of the other um, traditional Jedi use, 
Um, so I think, I th and yeah, I think the, the colors are very symbolic. And I think at the very end of, you know, that le the latest one, Rise of Skywalker, um, Ray, she makes her own lightsaber, which is gold. Oh. And, you know, from what, um, and I, th so you can, you can basically say gold slash yellow, right? So, so, uh, to your point, um, that one is a true melding of the, of the light and the dark and probably a lot of other colors as well. So yeah. that, when I figured that out, I'm like, man, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good parallel there. There's a lot of things wrong with those movies, but I think that in and of itself was kind of a good symbolic uh, gesture. Well, the, the way the chakras go too, uh, is the same as the rainbow. So it was red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. So uh, blue would have been the higher one, and then they were going down from green to yellow. So they're actually getting more balanced, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Red uh, is, the, is the root chakra right at the bottom there. Right, yeah. And then blue, uh, purple indigo would be the crown. Uh, I think blue blue's the throat, right? And blue is up higher i think there's like shades of blue going all the way up from your throat to your third eye and then to your crown okay so it was blue in the go and then violet is like and your aura violet. yeah and i think green is your heart um yellow yeah, yellow is your stomach uh i don't know i'm not sure what orange is but red is your like your asshole <laughs> or your sack yeah, it's, your, it's your root chakra sir yeah i, I think that what you said chakra. about the green the green one you said the green is the heart yeah i think that's important because i think luke um he lost a bit of himself when he fought vader the first time and i think he kind of that the green symbolizes kind of his his, his um because that throughout that whole movie at, well, at the end of the movie really the way that he saves the galaxy is is through love for his father you know he yeah. his heart right he 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 defeated evil by love and not destroying you know kind of a almost you can kind of say that's a hippie kind of whatever uh -huh. but at, at the at the end of the day i think no the message was, was that's, that love is a human thing right and like love love is so important and that that comes right from your heart so i think what you just said about the the green being hard i think that's that's very very important uh um, what's also interesting is there's a god named lou in uh like uh irish mythology and he loses an arm and uh attaches a prosthetic a silver mm. prosthetic to it and it's lou right and luke and uh lou uh th there's all these different gods with like lou in their names and they all lose their arms and it has to do with uh the planet mars um and hmm. aries so uh it's, it's very interesting that his name is Luke also and loses an arm. Well, you know what else? Um, so he's very, he's very much taking from uh, history also. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, and like the specific words and like the names of characters and stuff. Um, Andy actually brought this up to me, uh, Dan, something you had mentioned about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's, oh. what does he say? Like Ka is spirit and Bai is, is two. Yeah. So. Oh, Oh, obey one spirit obey one spirit not two yeah yeah obey one not two yeah, yeah. 
So like the the, wor- the wording he used is very, you know, um, very specific. You know, maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a, a, a vast coincidence, but I think like we've said, he's he studied so much of this ancient mythology and stuff, and I think a lot of those are very specific yeah. terms and in words that he used. That's kind of just how I I broke it down with Kenobi is Ka no by so like cause your spirit no two so spirit no two and then obey so obey spirit not the two and then interestingly enough what you just said is like the dark side is always just two people so mm-hmm. obey one not two right right o- obey the force not not the uh yeah dogma of the of, the, of that sith uh, yeah yeah that's very interesting that's very and he and he does become a spirit at the end as well yeah he does so even a very literal yeah. Uh, representation of that um you know one thing i'll say about the lightsaber colors r- real quick um yeah i wonder also you know because lucas california dude right um very i guess very liberal mm-hmm. right i mean that, that's not a shocker to to yeah. anybody um so i wonder if it's intentional that he made the the light side blue and the dark side red you yeah know, yeah if, if you think about the political spectrum too uh, well, I think well, that's, that's uh, where I thought Dan was going when he asked the original question, because as an outsider, you generally don't know much about the many colors. But when Star Wars is put on as a marketing thing, they're basically only doing red versus blue. Yeah. Versus yeah. Evil, and and like I think his thread. and I think his big thing with the original trilogy is like you have this huge, huge um, em- empire, almost like a huge like corporation. Right. And, you know, when you talk about. Yeah huge corporations and capitalism i guess you you equate that more to a a right leaning or a red kind of color so that that could be a connotation he was going with as well yeah anymore it's it's uh it's all gray area <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they're they're two sides of the same coin now but yeah 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 uh yeah yeah i was going with the colors of the chakras though and and it relating to the to the saber lightsabers uh interestingly is can you put well, like different crystals in the sabers like is there a different one besides the type ky- ky- what'd you say kyper crystal uh, kyber it's um kyber? k-y k-y-b-e-r yeah. the, the concept kind of got taken out of some of the original movies but um the i, I there, there's not much known about it they mine them in like these caves and stuff like that but i think the important thing about these crystals and you know i know a lot of people in this world you know believe in you know the healing powers of crystals and things to that effect yeah it's not I really i do it's it, oh yeah nice yeah. It, it, it's nothing <laughs> it's something that i don't know enough about I'm, I'm learning a little bit more but um he the 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 crystals that are used to power the lightsabers are also what's used to power the death star laser oh so i think that's and, and obviously that's probably like you know five million of those things just jammed together but if you look at that beam of light that is basically just a huge lightsaber but it's it's used for evil Mm -hmm. not for you know knowledge or defense like yoda would say so the the crystals it's it's not known a, a lot about what they are or what the origin are that's actually something that i need to probably do a little bit more research on i think there's probably some good materials out there about what exactly they are but um yeah it's interesting that both of those things you know the jedi's lightsabers and the death stars cannon are both powered 
by the same by the same source going back to what i my point yeah. earlier about it can be used for for good or evil it's just kind of a, a device and with, with the chakras too i you know you can see it in many different things also I, like i see it in the earth uh the way the earth is described to us at least which is like you know a red molten core and then like a orange and yellow is kind of make a brown color so soil and then you have green and then you have blue the sky and then indigo violet maybe outside of the blue sky and then it also relates to to like eating food is you want to try to consume different colors of fruits and vegetables and plants in your in your normal diet because those have that energy with within them uh the food colors you know they take on that higher energy or lower vibrational energy and so uh by by uh eating that variety of the different colors that improves your overall maybe even good for your spiritual health more so than your actual yeah. dietary yeah. health Probably. They, they definitely do that in Ayurvedic and Yoda practice or Yoda <laughs> yoga practices in, in Yoda uh, practices, <laughs> which I mean, hey, Yoda yoga, you know, who knows? You can email us at risingftashes at yahoo.com.